This is a weekend edition of Bigger Pockets Daily. I'm your host, Tyler. This is the show where we read you a real estate article every day, 365 days a year. Because you can't read the Bigger Pockets blog when you're brushing your teeth or doing the books. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. Hey there, fellow libation lovers. Let's talk about something that's sure to tickle your taste buds. Total Wine & More. Are you ready to embark on a journey through the aisles of endless possibilities? Total Wine & More is your one-stop shop for all things wine, whiskey, and everything in between. From the smoothest Cabernets to the boldest bourbons, they've got it all. And the best part? Their team of friendly guides is here to help you navigate through the maze of choices. Need a recommendation? They've got you covered. But wait, it gets even better. Total Wine & More offers convenient curbside pickup and delivery, so you can stock up on your favorites without ever leaving your car or home. So, what are you waiting for? Dive into the world of Total Wine & More today and discover your next favorite libation. Visit TotalWine.com to learn more. That's TotalWine.com. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. B21. Brrrr, loans. What are the options? And how do DSCR loans stack up? by Robin Simon. All right, so the Burr method of real estate investing continues to be one of the most used strategies in 2023. With interest rates elevated, yet property values remaining resilient, finding cash flow with a reasonable down payment is an incredible challenge. However, the Burr strategy, buy, rehab, rent, refinance, repeat, makes sense for a lot of investors, as value can be created through forced appreciation renovations, and capital recycled through cash-out refinances. With rates high and competitive competition, I should say, fierce, nailing the financing piece of the Burr method has never been more important. Today's podcast is going to explore the loan options facing Burr's strategy investors with a focus on the all-important third R, refinance. Specifically, we'll compare DSCR refinance loans to traditional options, namely bank or conventional loans. The evolution of options. With the publication of Buy, Rehab, Rent, Refinance, Repeat, the Burr Rental Property Investment Strategy Made Simple by David Green in 2019, the Burr method was publicized to real estate investors and real estate investing was never the same. In the book, each step of the Burr method is meticulously examined, and it's jam-packed with advice, tips, and information, including two chapters all about the crucial refinance portion of the process. So in the book, Green details all the important options for refinancing, along with the pros, cons, and details of each. However, DSCR loans are not mentioned. Why? While DSCR loans existed back in 2019, the product was just getting started and not widely developed or even available. A lot can change in just four years, as everyone on the planet who lived through 2019 to 2023 knows. <laughs> Five years ago, Burr Method investors were generally limited to conventional loans under government-sponsored enterprise, or GSE, rules and limits. Bank portfolio lenders or other niche options like private money individuals. While these options still remain solid options for many investors, the growth and development of DSCR loans has truly changed the landscape for Burr strategy real estate investors. Beginning Burr, buy in cash or use hard money. Hmm? While refinancing is that important step of Burr and can make or break many Burr method deals, 
The first two steps, namely buying and rehabbing, are vital to the success as well. Finding deals is one of the most important skills a real estate investor can have. But it's not always enough. Finding a deal and closing a deal are two different things. Making sure you can move fast and execute a close and beat out potential competitors is a prerequisite to a successful burr. If someone else is able to purchase the property, your burr investment is dead. Many burr method investors make property purchases in cash, whether due to not being aware of other options, using a hard money loan, or thinking it's better financially. In the Burr book, Green generally limits the Burr strategy to cash purchases, but hard money loans or loans that are generally short-term and higher rate have also evolved a lot over the past four years. For one, while the hard money terms example used in the book is 14% interest rates and four origination points, many hard money loans today will have fees that are half of that and significantly lower interest rates. Additionally, the internet continues to democratize access to information and hard money lenders can be vetted and compared much more efficiently online. Like on biggerpockets.com? Mm-hmm. And also, here are some advantages of using cash for Burr. What are some of these advantages of using cash to purchase and fund renovations for Burr projects? So, of course, lower interest cost. Just simply funding your purchases and renovations yourself saves you a ton of interest, typically a full month's worth. More competitive offers, too. Many sellers prefer cash offers over ones with financing because they're just more certainty of closing. Financing will typically require lender diligence periods, which causes time, such as waiting for an appraiser to visit the property and produce a report, as well as risks of falling through that same appraiser finding an issue and blah, blah, blah. Less risk. Without interest or looming maturity dates, investors are less stressed if rehabs or the renting process are delayed. All right, there are some advantages, too, of using hard money loans for Burr. However, with these advantages, there are many benefits of using hard money loans to finance the first two steps of the Burr method that actually outweigh the cons for a lot of real estate investors. These include the ability to get started like now. Let's face it, yeah, reading and listening to podcasts like this and absorbing all the podcasts and books on real estate investing, that's all good. Jumping in and actually doing your first deal, that's the critical point. And what you learn from experience often dwarfs knowledge from all the resource or research sources by far. By buying and rehabbing with only cash, that means saving up all the funds needed for both, often a minimum of 75 to 100 grand at current market prices. So most people, let alone real estate investing beginners, don't have that kind of money lying around and can only get started on the financial freedom journey by getting a good chunk of these costs financed by a hard money lender, typically up to 85 or 90% for beginners. Faster portfolio growth too. A key advantage of the Burr method is to use the smallest amount of capital to build a portfolio as fast as possible. With the power of compounding, doing three deals at a time versus one at a time can mean the difference of hundreds of properties in a portfolio. As such, an investor funding a $120,000 Burr buy and rehab in all cash grows the portfolio much slower than an investor who executes three 120K projects with 40,000 invested in each with hard money financing of the remaining 80 grand. So, there's higher leverage on the refinance. 
Believe it or not, a Burr Method investor who refinances a hard money loan is looked at more favorably by a lender than someone who bought in all cash. No kidding. This might not seem logical at all. Many lenders will give more favorable terms to what is called a rate term refinance versus a cash out refinance. The difference typically defined is whether you take home greater than $2,000 at closing of the refinance loan, cash out, or not, rate term. A lot of lenders have seasoning, loan amount, and LTV restrictions that are applied to Burr Method investors only on cash out refinances. And these don't apply if it's a rate term refinance. Hmm. Additionally, some hard money lenders don't require appraisals for the purchase of a Burr property. This allows a Burr Method investor to be competitive with cash offers and eliminates one of the cash buyer's main advantages. Refinancing. Conventional or portfolio lenders versus DSCR. Okay, so there are multiple considerations to optimize the refinancing portion of the Burr Method. Generally, for the optimal refinance, these are top of mind for Burr strategy investors. Return of capital. The key secret sauce, if you will, of the Burr Method is to build portfolios using the same capital over and over, which relies on getting your basis or more back on the refinance where basis refers to the money you invested in the property, down payment and cash used for renovations. Speed. Refinance lenders use the term seasoning to refer to the amount of time, typically in months, between the purchase of the property and the refinance. Velocity of money, or speed in which you can complete a burr investment and repeat, is really key to success here, and refinancing with the shortest seasoning requirements is very important. Loan terms and interest. Cash flow is an important consideration for a refinanced rental property, so attaining a low interest rate, as well as other aspects of loan structure, term, amortization, or interest only, etc., plays a big role. Generally, there are three main refinance options for Burr Method investors. Conventional loans, bank credit union loans, and DSCR loans. Conventional loans are generally defined as loans originated under GSE, government-sponsored enterprises like Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, those rules and guidelines, and securitized. Bank and credit union loans are generally defined as portfolio lenders or lenders that hold the loans on their balance sheets. DSCR loans are loans issued by private lenders with proprietary and differentiated rules and guidelines and are typically included in non-QM securitizations. The advantage of conventional refinance loans is that they do typically have the lowest interest rates and fees. However, Burr Method investors have run into a ton of trouble using conventional loans for refinances for multiple reasons, especially in 2023. One issue is the challenge of actually qualifying. As conventional loans will have DTI requirements, income requirements, loan size limits, and loan amount limits that investors looking to scale a portfolio run into as soon as the financial freedom snowball actually starts to roll. But most importantly, in April 2023, Fannie Mae changed cash-out refinance seasoning requirements from six months to a full year. Thanks, Fannie. This is hugely problematic for the speed aspect of Burr investing, drastically slowing down the returns and velocity of capital for Burr investors using conventional loans. Portfolio lenders are another option, and they typically offer competitive rates and fees as well. 
Banks and credit unions can also offer flexibility for investors that engage in strong relationship-building strategies, offering discounts and solid loans in exchange for borrowers willing to use the institution for other purposes like savings accounts. However, the downsides include regulatory restrictions on bank lending, a lot of institutions that restrict concentration and geographies, and some other headaches and issues that arise when dealing with the slower-moving bank. DSCR loans to the rescue! They are the option that has completely changed the Burr lending landscape in the last few years or so. While DSCR loans tend to have interest rates a little bit higher, generally uh, three-quarters of a percent to one percent than the other options, which can challenge cash flow, we know. This comes with some advantages that are uniquely suited, though, to the Burr method. These advantages of using DSCR loans for refinances using the Burr method include these things. Three things here. Number one, more flexible seasoning requirements. As of April 2023, the seasoning requirements for conventional cash-out refinances is now 12 months. But many DSCR lenders are still at just six months, and some even as little as three. Additionally, for rate-term refinances, many DSCR lenders have no seasoning requirements at all. Ease your qualification, too. DSCR lenders have much lighter qualification requirements than conventional or portfolio lenders, such as no DTI, no income verification, or tax return hurdles that can slow down or even disqualify loans. Flexibility number three. While conventional and bank lenders are heavily regulated and have to follow standardized rules, DSCR lenders have much more flexibility and control over their guidelines. This allows DSCR loans to be more adaptable to the market as real estate investing strategies change, including the Burr method. Some examples of this include being able to embrace the Airbnb Burr strategy. In other words, not requiring a long-term lease for the rent portion of Burr before approving the refinance, or even allowing investors to borrow in an LLC or other creative structures. So hopefully today's podcast helps Burr investors navigate the market in 2023, knowing all the financing options available for success. There you have it. You can find a link to that article in the show description. Sometimes the discussions in the comments section are just as insightful as the article itself. Enjoy the rest of the weekend and don't worry. We've got more shows in the pipeline to get you in the right state of mind going into this next week.